You're listening to an Inside Quote episode from EWS, where inspiration from iconic quotes is translated into practice. And wisdom can be embodied into one's life. Get ready to unpack essential principles and enjoy. Welcome, dear listener, to a special extended episode of Inside Quote. Everything negative, pressure, challenges, is all an opportunity for me to rise. Kobe Bryant Well, Kobe, from where to start? I could be here giving a short bio by laying out his tremendous achievements, like being 18 times all-star for the NBA, but I will stop there, as these are surely being shared elsewhere. I prefer to focus on his legacy and on who he was as a sportsman icon. That's why I chose to make this special episode in tribute, laying out not just one quote, as usual, but four quotes. Also, contrary to the usual, I will not be that technical, neither will expand many comments on them. I think the power they transmit are easily found and can let anyone with at least a bit of his energy. But first, let me say that this tragic accident came a day after I knew of another significant loss due to cancer of a personality in another sport, an often disregarded one, but one of my favorites, that I sometimes refer in EWS content, called Frescobol, the popular beach rackets. He was a London guy called Steve Green, and great influence uniting people from different cultures, and uh, through the sport, always sharing an awesome mood when engaging in play with someone. So this is also a tribute to him. As for Kobe, I would be pro-critical if I said he was an idol of mine. I'm not that much of a basketball fan, and I just knew he was a fierce competitor and one of the best. So he wasn't a significant influence in my life, well, at least well alive, because now he clearly has an impact in me. This is just to say that these events caused a big impact on me for several reasons and in ways that I will not disclose here, that brought a mixture of feelings between them, sadness and inspiration. After knowing the tragic news, I've spent hours seeing footage, quotes and other stuff related to Kobe. Among some stories, I knew that he was a super athlete that tried to surpass his current level at all costs. We know he was a role model to many others, had an astonishing work ethic, and here I remember him telling that he practiced several extra hours, including having one entire day that he spent practicing shots alone in the field. More so, it was a central goal for him to help others getting on that same path of optimal improvement at their game. As he said, and this doesn't count as one of the four quotes, quote, the most important thing is to try and inspire people so that they can be great in whatever they want to do. It is very sad to know that he retired just two years ago, when he wanted to play more but his physique didn't let him do so, and thinking that he was now starting a new gracious phase in his life with young children and having a doctor perishing along with him is just devastating. I consider him an exemplar philanthropist for the sport realm. He was at current time involved in projects to educate young athletes for the best values principles, mentality, and practices in their sports development. An example of that is the podcast The Punis, a series for kids 
showing the mishaps and adventures of a character called Punipit and his fellows. From here, righteous and valuable lessons are transmitted, all in a sports broadcast style. I've listened already to a couple of episodes, and I very much recommend it. This is a creation from Granity Studios, a multimedia content company formed by Kobe, focused on passing in creative ways stories around sports, stories that are crafted not only to entertain, but also bringing education and inspiration together. Beyond that, they have published more resources like books, films and short documentaries that you can check out there. I leave a link below. All of this because of Kobe's contribution. And as the description on the website states, we partner with award-winning writers, producers and illustrators to awaken the imagination of young athletes and foster emotional and mental development that allows them to reach their full potential." End quote. Indeed, it is inspiring to see that his incredible and unique creative energy was allocated not only to productivity in basketball, but also in other important areas, demonstrating that he was an adept not only for the evolution in his skills, but also an adept of getting the sports world a better place by promoting learning and mental health in youth athletes. With that being said, here is the first quote for today's memorial. Quote, Everything negative, pressure, challenges, is all an opportunity for me to rise. With this, we get a big taste of Brian's mentality, not only in sports, but in life. This is also a big topic commonly addressed at EWS. The matter of facing hard situations, shortcomings, adversity, with tenacity and lightness at the same time. Searching and coming up with creative, productive ways to overcome them and getting closer to success by strengthening one's character and skills. In this regard, Kobe was a master at reframing situations he faced. He would interpret any competitive setting in ways that would inspire him, invite him to grow, and would use anything that primarily seemed to be a barrier and turn it around into his advantages. He easily transformed hedges into an edge through not only an enviable work-hard mentality, but also by an admirable work-smart one. It kinda seems extreme. It feels like a radical approach, the one the quote refers. Imagine that. An implication that comes from it indicates that Kobe was completely ready to face any kind of adversity. He was prepared to digest any unpalatable circumstance. Again, imagine the contrast that makes with the majority of people facing something nauseous. While a grand part of us would become repulsive to it and either try to get away or get something external or someone to resolve the problem or decrease the difficulty somehow, Kobe welcomed those kind of situations. Not only that, he viewed them as opportunities for him to rise, meaning he would try by any means at his reach to gain from it and grow. On another video of him, I clearly saw that he was a strong advocate for failing more often, because without it, we probably don't grow and learn anything new. He even goes further than that, by what might be perceived again as a radical mental reframing of the concept of failure, he told that for him there is no failure. The basic premise here being that everything entering that category may as much be seen as information, 
feedback to grab and learn, if only our eyes get well directed to that. Anyhow, I leave the link below for you to watch this piece on an interview he was giving. Wrapping this one up, I can even say that negative things happening are good opportunities. If I venture to go even more radical, I might say negativity equals positivity. It just depends on the attitude, takes and reactions people have confronting what is unpleasant and undesirable. Every adversity can have its gift in disguise, right? And I very much believe that this was an essential part of Kobe's recipe for success. And in this same frame of mind, he comes up with an attitude that accompanies him, which is reflected on the next quote. Pain doesn't tell you when you ought to stop. Pain is the little voice in your head that tries to hold you back because it knows if you continue, you will change. End quote. An absolute exemplar of his determination. An exemplar of grit and perseverance. This one is indeed impactful, worthy of being on those famous motivational videos. The message here is clear, so I will not be wondering on it, but just to render it and bring the gold home, I may say that Kobe was obsessed with getting better and achieving more for his team. Some might question an extreme mentality and approaches he had, and as with any obsession, it could be part for the discussion, but we will not get into that here now. So, with glorious goals associated with that, he was able to shut off any distractions and whatever might derail him off his path of mastery. Regarding tiredness, which is a form of pain, he also shared, quote, rest at the end, not in the middle, end quote. He was known for running so much in matches. He would tear the opposition apart if he found some spaces to go for the shot. And he did much of this also to not get any regrets later on. Thus, when those moments where it seems one reaches the limit and should stop, Kobe would defend that is probably a trick of one's mind that is playing, defending itself, also known as the little voice that tries to hold you back. This time when one is confronting with limits, would be, for Kobe, a critical space to level up one's game and abilities by giving an extra effort, trying just a bit harder. Therefore, according to him, Pain isn't a reliable indication of when is better to stop or slow down. Certainly, this makes sense. Giving all is what it takes to optimize one's potential. And there are times that making an extra step will help the expansion of one's comfort zone, of one's limits. Furthermore, let's not forget that one's all is constantly getting actualized. And is often the case that the mind don't update on that and still assumes that the limit is lower than it actually is. And it serves as a protective, evolutive mechanism for the conservation of energy and being efficient. Anyway, again, this is a sensitive topic that is open to discussion because, in fact, where is the line after all? The line that indicates the limit and warns about the healthiest and balanced decision to make. HWS is still short in content published, but is, for sure, an interesting and important theme to cover on future posts and interviews. And that last part of the quote, when Kobe affirms that it is the little voice speaking, it implicates that it is surely the case because the mind, in moments of tension, tend to pull or convince us in several ways that going further 
is dangerous. It fears change. It wants us to stay safe at our comfort zones. The problem is that if we don't do that often, we will not have the opportunities to expand them, probably even shrinking them. And thus, the implicit advice is to not listen to it if one wants to grow. And if we think this further, that is a great way to be prepared and confront his opponents in crucial moments. You see, without exposing himself to hardships and hypothetical difficult in-game scenarios, he wouldn't be able to adapt and, most importantly to him, gain the edge and win. This is also why he assertively tells us, quote, Trust me, setting things up right from the beginning will avoid a ton of tears and heartache. End quote. Again, a fundamental of his preparation. His hard work wasn't just about outworking others and putting in more hours of countless repetitions or throws and other trainings. His work ethic was also about setting things up right from the beginning. This was translated on him imagining possible real game plays and train accordingly to prevent errors and get the team closer to success. Another point of this setting things up right from the beginning goes to the importance of defining what one will do, when and how on the field, both in training and in matches. Usually the coaches delineate these strategic parts and in a dialogue it's important to have that defined to minimize the incurrence of setbacks, of course, to deeply know what the players can do and hold them accountable. The trainings and delineation of strategies with the coach could be a difficult process, but it would be one of the most worthy of spending time and effort in. In other words, it is preferable to experience pre-pain than to experience post-pain, also known as passing through the discomfort of having things set up right to avoid tears and heartache later. One of the most impeccable records Kobe has is an amazing 81 points he scored in a single match. And about the exhibition in that match, well, shortly before that occurred, besides the admitting that it was a glorious and unique day that he felt quote-unquote in the zone, he shared that what led to that was his preparation. In fact, on several occasions Kobe emphasized the importance of studying and preparation in his sport. In this case, he told a journalist interviewing him about this achievement that he started to practice shots that might happen on diverse occasions in real matches against that team instead of throwing from different places with little or no opposition as was more usually the case until then. Hence, when the match came, he reported being in a flow where everything felt automatic for him in his decisions and movements. Furthermore, this is applicable far beyond training of basketball. This can go through in a person's life. By organizing one's day, week or month, setting priorities up, tasks and goals, and also holds through to interpersonal relationships, telling up front one's terms, one's limits and values, depending on the situation at hand, of course. And this is all to establish matters clear to better know what oneself and others can expect and should act. Also, a related thing, and I believe a great part of his success also, as many others do, come from an embracement of personal responsibility, even at such a degree that sometimes could appear disproportionate. For example, if a play went badly, 
resulting in a loss of possession, he would attribute that for him not being at the right place at a better timing or not making a pass in a certain different way or timing. And this is exactly what leads to the last quote, where Kobe said, quote, I'm reflective only in the sense that I learn to move forward. I reflect with a purpose, end quote. Besides being enormously demanding of himself and having raised the bar in terms of quality, he wouldn't waste time demoting himself or others, neither would be dwelling in effectively around mistakes happened. He would efficiently go around those misfortunes, using what they had as positives to extract. He clearly was focusing on the lessons to be learned, whatever the circumstances. Simply put, it's a reflection to grow and move better from now on. This shows his amazing tenacity and sense of purpose. And this is a sensational point to end upon this tribute to him. The point that Kobe, in order to make not only his abilities in-game improve, but also team's overall performance, would be reflective of what he was open to improve himself and inspire the team to do so. I guess this was also optimizing relationships with teammates because in this way they become accountable to elevated and inspiring levels of rigor and most importantly will not feel guilty or less worthy because this or that that is no longer pointed to them in a deleterious manner. And this, I believe, many of us could do more often. Look at ourselves, be patient and respect others' paths, and may we be open and approach improvement efficiently. May we move better forward from now on, for Black Mamba. If you want to comment or share any other story on Brian's life that you've heard of, or if you resonated in some way with these quotes, please share that in the comments below, and see you on the next one. Take care. We hope these messages got across well to assist you in efficiently work in your sport. For more information, go to ewsport.eu and get in touch with expert interviews and other types of posts.